Melissa turns 50. Who are you? And Road Warrior. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Good morning, Melissa. Do you think my morning intro for this episode has more, um, I don't know, gusto in it or pitch perfecty bullshit? Because I was inducted this weekend into the D Shark. Officially. 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 Okay. And I just have to say to you that we did not, this was not an honorary degree, Dr. Brilliant. Okay. You had Dr. to earn Sharp. this shit. She had to stand up in a room of 30 fuck of people and sing her way into the group. She had to audition sober. to get in. Well, sober's on you. That's your, I mean, we've never yeah, sober. Right. Oh, fucking make it in this damn thing. And it was delightful. And we all started, we started to cry. That's, let's just paint the scene. Okay. So everyone has come in by boat, by plane, by train, by camel. We have all come in via all the mechanisms by foot, by hook, by crook and descended upon the Jersey Assure and transformed that place into the best, brightest, shiniest little jewel box that ever has been built. I swear to goodness, goodness (laughs) gracious. Well, first of all, you think that when you go to these things, it was a very big, posh, extremely thorough, well thought out, concierge white glove fucking birthday VIP event like it wasn't like a party okay we I took pictures of the private chef's preparations because even they were Instagram worthy before he cooked it before he cooked it the way he put his shit out on the counter that's the level first of all can I just say for those who care and are listening the private chef was wearing golden goose sneakers that tells you everything oh you shit I didn't even notice that oh, yes we took multiple pictures of his golden goose star sneakers yes that's, so do men wear those uh, they do when they're rich so okay. I feel like he's private chef of the stalls so and wearing the stalls I'm just saying every fucking detail the beach towels we're all coveting these fucking beach towels it's like where did they get nicer beach towels than regular beach towels like that's a kind Costco. of thing it's, they weren't at Costco. I've been to Costco. You guys, you guys shop Costco differently than you've been to else. the restaurant supply store. I've been to Costco. I've been to a Costco. I feel like going to Costco with Stuart must be like it's it's. Is there like an insider level? Is there like a it's VIP a sport. It's a sport. level? Something. Does he roll up to the place with a semi tractor trailer? <laughs> I've never seen the man can the man can shop. He's a pro. He he can shop. He's, he can he's shop. a pro. He's a pro. And of course, like everything with Stuart, you kind of have to watch what you say. I feel like if you were a kid and you were having your house redone on one of those HGTV, um, you know, home makeover attack shows where they come in and they don't attack. know anything they don't know anything <laughs> about you and they meet you and in 30 seconds they're going to redo your whole life. And so they look at the kid and they go, what do you want your what room do to you be? like? And the yeah. kid's staring at him like, uh, they're like, okay. What do you like? Dinosaurs? Oh, you like, and you, you say, like yeah, dinosaurs? Yeah, you like a giraffe? Yeah. You like purple? And then you come in and it's like, you know, purple rain has exploded in your whole room. And you can't go anywhere that's not. It's purple toilet paper. Everything is purple. So that's what happens with Stuart sometime. we're sometimes, talking about yeah. Brian! 
We're coming all the way back because the beach is salty. The beach is salty this weekend, my friends. In, in I think, one 48-hour span yeah. at Melissa's home, you guys remember she was building this beach house. So now it is built. Forever. Yes. So And it, there's people there. So this was, what did you have, like... Eight days when it was all to yourself, and now you had 47 people in it with their, they brought like their chameleons, and they brought their giraffes, and they brought like the wheelie cart with all of their crap in it, and poker chips, and everything that people don't need to bring, they brought. And they're, can, do you have a place for my aquarium? Like everybody's bringing these <laughs> fucking needs to your house. Okay, and you're not even in it yet. There's still tags on shit. Like it's, they're not even in it yet. Like the chairs? There's tags on everything. You Do you have a thing with tags? No, the chairs are being replaced, and we bought extra beach towels, and we didn't wash them yet. And everybody's like, who gives a shit? We'll wash it after. I'm like, but, but, but sand. I don't know. It was, it was a lot. There's it was a, a lot. It was a and lot And you were the new. beach girl, not me. Like, it's I don't know. It's a lot of new. Well, but that's the thing. Everything was new, so everything was perfect and pristine. It's kind of weird, because you're like the first person at the hotel. You know, can I sit in this toilet? In? Can I sit on this toilet? Sit. Don't sit in the toilet. Sit so the right whole thing, on it. Right. So it was that sort of a thing. All right. So we get there. And in the first 48 hours of being at the beach, more events happened than likely will ever happen in the history of your beach house. Shall we name yes. them? Yes. Shall yes. we name them? Shall we name them? <laughs> Shall we name them? I don't Go even ahead. think I can keep the fuck up. I don't even think I can keep the fuck up. You have to give me the first one because I'm trying to get them in order. Because I'm saying I arrived to learn that a massive tree fell and missed my house with my kids in it by four, count them, four inches. The sec- Why are you making a face? Did you not know I this? didn't know that happened. <laughs> yeah, we got a call. There was a massive storm and a huge tree landed diagonally across our whole backyard, hit, took out some of our other trees and missed our house by four inches. It has since already been cut up and removed. Oh, By the my time God. I get home, it'll be gone. It'll just be a tree-shaped divot in my yard. Dear listener, a- Amy is leaving out the fact. And, and here's really, I'm going to slow her down just for a second. She has not been home in like a year. That's it. Tiny That's right. exaggeration. But she went from one lacrosse tournament and then her family went home and she did not. And don't get me wrong. The week before that, there was another lacrosse tournament. But so she went... From a lacrosse tournament for days mm-hmm. to my house where I scooped her up, kept her at home home. Oh, my God. We took her to the fun. beach, took her to the airport, took her to Boston, took her to New Hampshire. Days are passing. Are, are you in your head seeing a calendar as the days <laughs> fly off and seasons change? I had, I would say, maybe 10 days of just Melissa and Amy. If we can survive 10 days, I have a picture that I'm going to put up. On, uh, on the Instagram and Facebook of the yes. two of us and a friend of ours. I'm trying to figure out how to protect the friend of ours from being <laughs> included in our craziness. <laughs> You're laughing because you know the picture, I assume. I always do, yes. Um, so she has been away from home. So to hear that while you're on an away game kind of thing for 10 days, that a tree almost hit your house and your children are in it, and that has to be incredibly unnerving and your dog is in it and your dog kind of doesn't know any of this stuff i did not well did maybe not. you had I a few sheltered. things on your mind how about that because or in my house did yeah. i mention there was the four thousand people that were in your house and all of them it was like a wedding all of them want you and you had overlapping pieces of people who heard of who met once who also saw and the last time i did and all the things and so they were mixing and mingling 
but also then there's clusters of these four people know each other and travel the globe together. These 10 people went to college together but haven't seen each other in nine minutes. And then this group over here are the neighbors who met at the wedding who had the, you know how it is. And guess what? It was a fucking delight. Why? Because you have a built-in VIP. You've got, you've got the concierge. I do have a concierge. And, and I have to tell you, dear listener, I did start this with, I told you I didn't want a party. I wanted a fucking piece of jewelry. As the <laughs> ungrateful seven-year-old that I was, I spent my entire birthday on and off every seven minutes crying. Just so grateful for That's the crazy. outpouring of love and effort and money that was, you know, we're going to have to, mm-hmm, I need a job. Just everything that happened moved me in such a way that I was a weepy bitch the entire day. You know, I actually, you were a weepy bitch and and you were just, you were a weepy weepy because you weren't Have actually Have you ever seen me like that before? No. And here's getting, another bombshell I'm getting ready to drop on oh, your shoulders. Shit. That makes me nervous. I go. I want this. I want this to be the joyful thing that I'm getting ready to say. I fear it won't be, but it's a fucking fact. You cried more this weekend than you did at your own wedding. Cause yes, I was there, I and the reason, and I yeah, said this already right. to my husband, and he's like, no, and I said, yeah, and he goes, well, and I think the reason is because you didn't have to do fucking nothing. You showed up, and it was all done for you. All you had to do was enjoy. Oh, excuse me. I have to go enjoy. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. It's time for enjoy time. I'm going over to joy joy. And now it's time for joy time. And wait, surprise joy. Everything was fucking crazy. Let's joy. Let's joy. There it even, is. <laughs> even the surprise that was not intended to be a surprise ended up being a surprise, which is my fucking favorite. We, your kid, she was tracking him maniacally. Ethan, of course, is away at camp. And he had already come to pay a birthday visit at the house and gone back to camp, which is like, I don't know, what, three hours away from the beach? It's not, yeah. a, it's not like a blink. Okay. So here we are, morning of, people are just starting to arrive, and Missy's on her phone going, I can see him, he's still at camp, thank God. I think you were, you were pre-pissed that he might come. Because that yeah, would I make just, you feel inconvenienced and yes. don't do that, please. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, she so, gets me. So she was checking. She was checking because she was like, I know this is something that Stuart would set up. I know it. Exactly. Because it's too fucking nice. I knew he would nice it. Right. So she was sitting there looking at the phone, looking at the phone. And he's looking at me like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. So I didn't. I don't. My favorite is that everyone knows to leave me out of it. Because I can't. <laughs> I can't. I get I get hivey. Even when I keep the secret. It's clear that I'm putting so much focus into withholding something that whatever you say to me, I confirm it through my body getting ready to melt down. So people don't tell me shit. I love it. So Look, I have no Amy's, idea. Amy's uh, skin is like smoking right yeah, now. Missy she must be holding several secrets. Let's that's go what talk my to her and see what, what my got. mom's best friend uh, used to do to her kids. This I've told you this before. She would look at her, my mom's best friend, would look at her own children, and she'd say, you know when you tell a lie, the devil sits on your tongue. And she would look at him in the face, and they would look at her, and she would go, Stick open, out your tongue. She would go, open your mouth. And they wouldn't. She'd go, open oh your God. mouth. Open your mouth. And then they're like, bah, 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 bah. Ah, they so, spill it. See, see, that's what I do. I so love that. I, so she's checking her phone, checking her phone, checking her phone, tracking this poor kid, who is clearly at camp, because the phone says camp, 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 campity, camp, camp, camp. Then I got distracted. Lo and behold, somebody drove up in the front fucking yard, and she raced down there. Like it was, I don't even know what, an open vat of $50 bills. I've never seen anybody move that fast. 
It was I crazy. I couldn't believe it. He you, has, that, that was cry number one. Yeah, so she screamed. Uh, yeah. She did the little girl thing. She was wee, arms over the head, crying, giggling. I mean, it was honestly, it was pretty funny. Listener, it was like I you were at a you rock know. concert. Yeah. I think you know in the last four or five years, how long we've been doing this, I, I'm not that kind of person. I, no. I am moved by things, but I move by things almost exclusively for other people. This whole 36 hour, 48, whatever it was, was just, it was about me, which the is something bitch was I usually singing. fight. She was singing. Have you ever heard this woman sing? She was singing. She was singing in the airport. She was singing on the walk. I was happy. To the beach. And I think I should just stop for a moment and point out there was a walk to the beach. I went you to were the beach, on guys. Because you went to the fucking beach. Guys, and I sat went to there, the beach. And I won't betray your trust, but you better. I see your tan line, and I'll raise you one. Mine's burnt. You should. You have to sell yourself out on this. I can't sell you out. Why? What I do? How, how did you enjoy your time on the sand? Oh, my God. I had a really nice time at the beach. I was there <laughs> with, like, I know it's shocking. I did not get sand in my teeth. I think the key is, dear listener, if you hate the beach, join the club. Um, <laughs> I went and the, I did it right. There's a hose outside our house to get your feet clean to, I didn't really go in the water because um, of the undertoad. And I, I didn't need to be his snack I, for the Every day. time you give this a qualification, I think you can say I didn't go in the water because I can't swim, period. And now oh, we're in a new paragraph. There's that too. Nobody expects you to go in the fucking water. Well, except it was a psychopath. Lovely. Except a psychopath. It was lovely being there with my nearest and dearest. It was it was really nice. I did not go back the second day, but it was lovely. I do still stand by the sand permeates everything theory <clears> and... And then I realize it's the grand exfoliator. So it's okay. It can be okay. You can go to the beach and it can be okay. Even if you're on, unco- you can still be okay. Okay. So I, I never paid any attention or even noticed or accepted that that was real. And now that you put it out there, when I got back to your houses, I noticed, well, I, I was not my best self this whole time, which is frustrating because you know there's going to be pictures the whole time. So it's kind of like you get a zit on your wedding day. you know. And at a certain point, you just accept that there's going to be a zit on your wedding day. And you move on. So I gave up on my hair. People were making comparisons. They were saying, you look like Natasha Leone. Oh, yes. I just, well, it didn't help that you did an impression of her that was spot that on. It was exact. Listen. Yeah, I sounded like a horse, like I'd been smoking several cartons. And my hair is crazy. Yeah, I look like Marge Simpson. So, all right. And worse. Beach so, hair don't care. Yeah. So the best thing I could do, and I ran out of conditioner three days prior. So it was like the worst of all possible. I started putting actual hand moisturizer on my hair because I had nothing left. It was ridiculous. So I'm a fucking frightful sight. And back to the sand. When I got to your houses, there was a line of sand in my scalp that had just been blown up there. Look at her face. And so, because I was it's like gross. brushing it. And I was like, why is that crunchy? Who that crunching? And there was all kind of sand in my scalp. And I thought, I love the beach. That's what I thought when I found a line of that brown, oceany sand that goes up all along your scrub line on your face. That's what happened. What happened. Okay. So back to beach is salty. So in a span of 48 hours, I've made a list. And it doesn't technically count, but I'm going to bookend it because it did happen. We had a pulmonary thrombolio. What did we have? Yeah, she had a drop lung. She had a, a small hole in her lung. What's it, what's it called, though? Pneumothorax. It's a pneumothorax. So we had a pneumothorax 
for which was a little frightful. That's not a thing you want when one of the lungs stops. Then we had, and these were in no particular order. Then we had a dog fight. Then we had a cat fight. Not in, my dogs, guys. Not oh my God, dogs. no, 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 no. The neighbor, God bless her. And I'm gonna rat you out, pit bull owner. She had a pit bull, and what happened? Oh well, yeah. She rescued a bait dog who peaches, who's sweet as fuck until she got out and went after another dog. So. It was not a good scene for it Peaches was very or anyone upsetting. else. Yeah, so you arrive and you hear this up the street. You think the what worst the fuck sound. Is that? Yes, I mind the injuries less than I mind the sound. Okay, so we had a dog fight, then we had a cat fight, in the form of a different neighbor decided to lose her shit because she was backing out of her home that she bought at the beach. Doesn't cost two dollars. It's expensive, so she's backing out of her driveway into the street, which is owned by the public. It's a street, okay. I don't Same understand. As every other street. You're going to yeah. drive it. You've driven on streets before, lady. You know how these work. She was backing out of her house, and someone was coming down the street, and she didn't like that he was on the street. At I the don't same really time. understand what she, she wanted to out use about. it. So she blocked him from going forward. <laughs> she wanted to use it. <laughs> Got That's my out street. of her car, came around the back of her running car door open, and arms up, jerseyfied herself. In the street, gesticulating Screaming. wildly, who the fuck do you think you are to this guy, right? Screaming. Who, we don't even know what she was screaming after, about. After about nine seconds, put his car in reverse <laughs> and back down the street because I don't need no bitch crazy. After he left, there was no one left for her to fight. So she turned up to us on the high porch because we're up on the we have like a balcony seats to the street. So we Yo, can it was see great. All we got madness. balcony seats to right. all of these things. You don't get hit with any of it. You can look down and, and really look down twice because you're looking down on <laughs> and down on. And she's in the street. Right. Losing her fucking mind. And there's no one to talk to. So she starts calling up to us. Because I think the whole point is she needed. Did you see that guy driving on the street like a street it? driver? What the fuck? How am I supposed? And we're confused because we I don't just, know. We're like, I mm. sip and nod. I sip and nod. That's what you do when you're in a conference and you don't want to clap for somebody. Pick I up a drink. I love that. If your hands are occupied and your mouth is occupied, you can't comment and you can't clap. So you it's are like not the giving them a snap, tacit endorsement. Better. That's the it. Sip and nod. Sip and nod. So I'm just I'm watching her with my big eyes, like, yeah. So I could be saying, You crazy. Or I could be saying, You How right. How dare he and drive she doesn't on know. the street? So I yeah. just do it and I sip for a long time. So I sat there and sip, sip, sip. Then she got back in her car, rolled down the window, leaned out, kept going. This went on for some time. So we had a dog fight. Then we had a cat fight. Then we had a rabbit fight. Rabbit lost. Oh, God, did that fucking rabbit lose. So gross, you but guys. But keep in mind, the rabbit was fighting a Mercedes. So okay, that- so let me, let me also continue to paint the picture of the Shangri-La if you didn't get there from everything that you know about our fair couple. Okay? So if you've ever played the board game Monopoly, you understand that there is a picturesque little scene happening all around. Okay? Do you know what exists in real life? All of those fucking places and streets. Some people knew this. Some people knew this. Did you know that opposite Melissa Street, nay, one block away, is Marvin fucking Gardens? Yeah. There's an actual, and it's like a little a little semicirc. You go in, and it's beautiful. And all the houses, oh my God, you guys, it's not shitty. You think there's Aston <laughs> Place. It's not well, shitty. Well, you, well, in Marvin Gardens, it's like fucking yellow and costs like three dollars it's not it's good cheap. On the, it's, it's cheap trust this shit ain't cheap no, that and shit ain't no cheap. and so ventner i mean ventner is a, is two blocks away everything everything 
the boardwalk starts at her block. Wait, okay, the, on the boardwalk, on your list of We got to do another events, fight. Yep, We're back we to fights. Okay. I might have gotten into this fight, you but pick, not on purpose. I made an innocent fight. comment, and then somebody made excuses Well, you me. set it up and tell it because we got a problem on the back end of this fight, so, which, is, which is the failed fight. Keep going. So we're walking down the boardwalk and somebody rides their bikes by. And I've always thought uh, that doesn't seem safe to have bikes on the boardwalk. But as they're going, instead of AirPods, it's a family and they have music playing. And it's the theme to the Sopranos that they're listening to. Woke up this morning and I'm a big douchebag. Gandolfini. Yes, the whole thing. It's a fucking sunny, beautiful day at the beach. People are happy. You see the the little birds that doesn't come out right because I lost my voice from these crazy bitches the whole time. It's charming. You don't want to see. Some but I loved it. It's the Sopranos. So I said, oh, look, the Sopranos. And that small comment made a woman mm-hmm. on the bike with her family say, what about my family is the Sopranos? I'm like, well, first of all, you're very defensive, you stupid. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to help you. Okay. Because here's how it works. We're walking as we should in front because fuck you. Okay. So then later, this little girl, a very tiny bicycle helmeted, trailing streamers handlebarred little girl, probably with the little wheelie things on, the training wheels. She's chung, 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 chung. And she's clearly separated from her clan. And they're yelling from far, far behind us. Whatever her name is, Doris. Doris, Doris. Right, so it's like, okay. So she's going and she's like, fuck all y'all. I'm at the beach, bitches. Woo! So she's super up dangerously away. Then you hear them start yelling, Jerry, Jerry, or whatever the fucking brother's name is. And then he comes along a little bit bigger, no training wheels. He comes whizzing past us, goes up next to her, kind of corrals her over to the side. And there was like one of those covered areas where you can sit and look at the water and have shade. So they were in that sort of picnic-y but not picnic-y place, just off the edge of the boardwalk. So they pulled over there. Then comes Dad, and we heard him before we saw him because he's driving a beach cruiser bicycle with a fucking basket in which he has put his woke up this morning. And he's wearing like a black T-shirt, and he's all tattooed. So he looks like a douchebag riding around on this ridiculous. It's like, dude, if you can't go anywhere at 8 o'clock in the morning without your boombox tunes, pro tip. Don't get you a granny witch bike from the Wizard of Oz because you look like an imbecile. So he's he's coming and huffing and puffing and sweating and go. So he goes by with all this noise and you hear it and you hear it and it's right next to you and it's past you. So as he's past us, she says to us, not to you, mind your business, to us. Oh, look, the Sopranos. And then comes Sally Go Bitch Bap riding by with her stupid flip-flops, has to stop her beach cruiser with her dumb white leg dangling off, turn around, get her face in our crowd. Go get your kids. Why don't you go get Doris and Jerry? Fuck you and them. That you were screaming at You're on so the boardwalk. dumb. Can't keep track of your child, right? They're making a mess anyway. Okay, she's like, so why is my family the Sopranos? And I just, I didn't have anything to sip or nod. I just put the hand up and kept walking. I did a little head nod. I thought, I'm in New Jersey now. It come back. It come out. I'm not even from here. You're a I Southern said, girl now. I kept a walking. Give me my like, sweet tea. I sip had, and nod. I had sip and my, nod. My, my, my ride or die homies was with me. Carrie's with me. She's from Connecticut. She's like, fuck this trash. She don't say it. She just does it. So the and two of us kept a walking, kept a walking like, mm, don't need you. Don't care. Fuck you. Right. Meanwhile, Missy gives her a look like, are you talking to me? Do I know you? And fuck you. It's that one look. She's really perfected it. Right. <sighs> then we got the problem. OK. Yeah. 
Then we the got problem the fucking solver, problem right. from Maine. As usual. Wants well, to stick okay. her sweet little tits in it and There's fuck it There's something wrong up. with that. There's, oh my God. So we're walking and she stops, finger up, as if to say, nah, turns around, walks back to their little dumb sideline oh gaggle. Oh my God. And says, we meant no offense with it. And I'm like, don't you, we meant no offense. I meant to offend you and I'm not don't even in this fight. make excuses for me. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in this fight now. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, I'm ready to throw down. I'll take the kid. I'll whip her into the ocean. Let's go. And then when they're trying to get her, I'll clip that horrible white leg bitch with her I stupid hair. I will take hair. the kid and whip her into the ocean. You gotta start. You gotta distract him. You gotta. You gotta start quick. Wow, you haven't been home in a long time. I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I'm just trying to say. So, so Annie's down there negotiating with the riffraff, saying things like, "You know, I'm just practicing kindness on the boardwalk today." Yeah. And Who she said, said that? well, the next thing she said, she put starting out, she pulls it out all the fucking time because it worked, damn it. So she says to them, I'm from Maine. And then the woman goes, that's why you're so nice. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, again. So it's a good thing we kept walking. But I'm just trying to say. And then later, in a totally different circumstance, Annie got her nice you from Maine. It turned into a nice you from Maine because she says to the woman who didn't like her on scent. Like, there was no reason, but it was crystal clear. Yeah, you're not. this is not going to work out for you, Annie. Sorry. So if for some reason, they clocked her and they knocked her. That's it. You're out. <laughs> We're not going to be nice to you. Don't bring your fucking nice in here. I don't need nice. It's the beach. It's salty, bitch. Fuck off. So, she says, I'm from Maine. And they say. Well, there's nothing there's wrong not, with that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Everybody else says, oh, Maine is so that. lovely. I've been there. Where do you live? We've been to Arcadia. I spent a summer in Camden. Everybody, that answer, oh, I'm from Maine, God. has always been received with, oh, my God, I love Maine. Maine this, Maine that. Joy, joy, food, lobster. How do you feel about the lobster roll at Red's? How do you feel like... It's the debates of the best food the, and the best places and the time of year. And no, she did not receive that at the candy store. By the way, they're crack dealers, not a candy store. Oh, my God. And she said, so good. well, there's nothing wrong with that. So it was moments like that the whole time interspersed with, can I get you another drink? Can I fluff your pillow? Can I, you know, laugh louder at your joke? I mean, I've never had anyone be kinder to me. And I've been around Stuart. So he was on kindness level. He was at crack level. He achieved platinum kindness status. So that was all. It, it Honestly, it's just a bit overwhelming. And I'm still not down from it. I've left. And I still haven't come down from it. That's because you're not was home. So high. You're still on a, you're still on your 18th leg of a 19 leg tour. So well, Amy is now fair. at another showcase for lacrosse for her exceptional child. And then when do you get to go home? I have to look at the thing. I don't know. That's what's so funny about you. Because <laughs> yesterday when I left, was it yesterday? I don't know what day it is anymore. I don't know what state it is anymore. And that's, who cares really? You do everything from everywhere. You can really do everything from everywhere, and that's the worst part because that means nothing ever gets to be turned off. In any event, we were preparing to leave. My husband was doing some work from your kitchen table. He was trying to wrap that up, and I was nervous about not having enough time for our travel. And so then he said, I think we'll be good. We've only got two hours. And I said, oh, I thought it was going to be five hours. And your draw about disconnected from your face. She looks at me and she says, you thought you had a five-hour trip ahead of you and this is how you're acting? And I was you're like, just shitting around. around at the table today? <laughs> I have a five-hour drive ahead of me. I am up early. My stuff is packed the night before. I am well showered and I'm hitting the ground running. People I don't even understand so the concept of just... 
Well, wow. I don't like I don't I don't travel well. I just you commit. I don't travel well. There are people who travel well. I am not that. I commit that I will travel. That's a different kind of travel. I'm not very good at it, but I don't let it stop me. So I just accept it and I like to be where the thing is, so I go. I'm Whatever always, that thing is. I'm always convinced that I pack too heavy. I pack medium. I, my goal is to pack light. For some people, I pack ultralight. Those people are ridiculous. They, I, if if I have more than one bag anywhere that I'm going, including a purse, like if, if I have more than one a bag and a purse is two bags, if I have more than one bag, I don't like it. All right. So traveling have, throws me, though, because yes. you have to pack like all your stuff. Even Even coming here to my house at the shore, I'm like, what am I going to wear tonight? Oh, I have this thing at, oh, it's that's at home. That's not here. Uh, or, uh, so to not have your stuff, so to be on a plane and get somewhere and not have your stuff and to, I, I'm a home girl. I'm really a, I'm a homie. I'm a, I'm a homie. I prefer to be home. That's why we kind of make our homes so comfortable and receive of other people because that's the only way that I feel like I can be of service. Plus, I need to know where's the toilet. I need to know where's the next thing. I, I just, I need prep. I think you were correct when you said after the first, second leg of our trip, we landed in Philadelphia and I was home and I kind of exhaled a little bit. And for me, that was my exhale. But for you, you said you saw it was more than an exhale. It was. You turned into a different person. I didn't realize the level of physical stress that you were carrying around until I saw it release from you. You turned into a physically different person. You got off that plane, you walked out of the airport toward the baggage claim and you were singing through your mask, singing. Then when we got past baggage claim, cause we don't stop there cause fuck you. So when we got out yeah. to the outside, you took your mask off and you almost started skipping. And I thought, who this bitch skipping? Then you clocked your husband up ahead and it was your shoulders lifted up and you did that giddy, 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 giddy. And then you're singing loud and walk running with your hips shaking. Mask is trash. It's in the street flying in the wind. And you were singing and snapping your fingers and popping and hopping and hipping and hopping the whole way home. Because you saw him and thought, I'm on the ground. I can no longer die in the air. I do not have to drive in this traffic. And the next thing that I'm going to see is my bed. Like, I just feel like it was all, it all combined. Dear listener, way. for you... What is your home? Because for me, I mean, even when you leave work and you get in your car, that's an extension of your home. But for me, when I see my husband and I know everything's taken care of, I know the human he is. I know the comfort of the vehicle. I know the the location, the everything. That's that's home. And home is everything. And that's all I need to see. Brian! Super jealous of you in your sandcastle once again. <laughs> that's what it is, a sandcastle. Once again in the sandcastle, sitting there high atop your perch, looking down on all the others. Really, I mean, appointed by God. This was what is this is what you were meant to do, right? Appointed by God. I do not deign to walk to the beach. I sit in judgment over those who do. Yes. Of those dog fights yes. and rabbit fights just, and cat just fights. Just try and, and drive on my street. I will pop your skull. My neighbor will yell at you. Uh, yes. And yes. We will crush rabbits I and cats and dogs. I will pop your skull like a wayward wild rabbit. Oh, was, that's probably what that sound was. It was oh, a big. I it was. I've up. never heard an animal get massacred before. It was super weird and not great. We were sitting on the high porch 
looking down on all the others and a car was going slow enough to maybe wonder, I'm not sure which home. I'm. And then you heard this. And I was, and I was like, I, and I had my back to the event. Everyone on the porch stood up and began to leave, hands over mouth. And I said, what, he, did he hit a pothole? And they're like, it sure, he hit it a pothole. It wasn't yes. a pothole. And then I sat there thinking, I'm just going to pretend it was a pothole because I didn't see it. I haven't been traumatized. And then I thought to smell it because it was so hot. It only then took. It was not. Then everybody good. came inside to have this beautiful lunch. And two of my friends, who I fucking adore, brought their beautiful lunch outside to the deck. <gasps> How long is it going to take oh till they smell God. that rabbit? Because it's really right down on the street. I didn't even realize. Well, of course, I'm not going to drop the dime on it. I'm not telling anybody, you know, heads up, dead rabbit. Kill yeah, the rabbit. Don't. It was very sad. It was I very sad. Kill the rabbit. Let's not kill the day. Well, I mean, that should just reinforce to people how charmed, whose fucking beach community has delightful little rabbits hippity hopping in the street, except better watch your step. But I'm just saying, who has rabbits at the beach? You know you're well, well healed when even the wildlife is is higher level i mean you know most COVID did that they just the population exploded when nobody was driving down here they just exploded and now they're exploding again i think the the bank accounts did that maybe from exploding bank accounts anyway it is it is another world there it has this kind of residential vibe so it's super charming and deluxe but still beachy you're charming and deluxe no it's you it's the kind of thing where if you were to see this in the movie that you would have to describe this place because it only exists one place like the hamptons they're really only like the hamptons right and that thing from the truman show that everybody's gonna say what is that jupiter island or whatever it is in in just off the shore down there where all the little houses in the truman show and that that's a real place it's like little that. boxes on, on the, the hillside. hillside. That's it. Yes. And little you want to be a D sharp. Full okay. of ticky tacky. Yes. So Love your it. your beach community has its own vibe, and the vibe is fuck you Dead are awesome. Rabbit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dead rabbit vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Let me just like put the cap on this pen, as my friend Amy would say. That's me. It was the best weekend ever. And I I told you we cried and cried. And I wasn't the only one crying, dear listener. Don't think it was just Melissa crying. I had to participate but- in a song and I couldn't. I wasn't able to actually sing the words. I opened my mouth and just the sound of, of soaked tear emotion would come out. Like I couldn't hit notes, but I couldn't even make sounds. I just would open my mouth and the tears would come down. And then our friend Annie, she kind of takes the crying cake. Oh, she totally does. <laughs> Way worse than I was. She she entered into a new level of weepiness that even she had previously not yet ascended. So it was hilarious. You know why, though? She started day drinking. She I started do. at 11 a.m. She started drinking and started crying at 12.15. And, and it's it one of these really healthy, really mindful, really soulful people who just doesn't really drink. And then, you know, socially, I mean, whatever. Sure, I'll have a cocktail. I haven't had one in a while. But meanwhile, may, however many cocktails later... She was like pole dancing. It was a lot. Everything was making her cry. She I was, was keeping rhythm. I, I, the songs we, we weren't hearing. Oh my god! <laughs> it got to the point where we had a little game going. How few words can we use to make her cry? So it started because you would say a sentence and she would cry, and then you would say a phrase and she would cry, and then you would say three words and then she would cry. Like I love you, and then she would cry. And then we're like, can we do it in two? Can we? Do, I got it down to one. 
And she's like, you can't do it in one. And I did. And I said it. And I did. And then she started, she pulled her napkin up over her face. And it was like weeping shoulders, hunching forward as the sobs come out. Not just like a trickle of a tear from an emotion. Like it was the full body. I'm in it now. I loved it. It was hilarious. Very emotional weekend. Yes. Anyway. So this capped pen, it was an incredible weekend. Thank you for all your emails of support, dear listener. I loved all the birthday wishes. You guys are fantastic. Um, but we have more show. It's not possible. This surly salty girl crumpled into the tiniest little moist cupcake you have ever seen. And it was a hilarious delight because I don't even at a certain point, you weren't even embarrassed about it anymore. That's how soft and gooey you got. Because in the beginning, she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she would go to a different room and maybe try to dab and, and straighten up and talk to somebody else who's not going to get her. And then it was just, you know, you're, I got just, over that. you're one <laughs> flowing puddle from room to room and cheering and jumping and finger snapping. And it was it was a gratitude fest. And I was just grateful even to see it. I knew you would be happy. I knew you would have a great weekend. But I didn't so know great. that your mind would be fucking blown the wide open. Fucking and it blown. Really, and the heart, too. So, and that's 100%. I'm so fucking sick of saying it, but it's your fucking husband's fault. He did all of this. It doesn't happen without him. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, you jerk. You broke me. I'm so tired of it. Well, on the one level, it is a little bit rude because nobody can now have a fucking party anymore. Thank you very much, Stuart. You broke me. I hope you're happy. Jesus, now what? God's going, well, fuck. What am I going to do? I mean, it's he's leveled it up to the point where all the rest of us schlubs are like, okay, set that bar out of reach. We talked about traveling to all these places because we said, you know, Massachusetts, New Hampshire. When you travel, you eat some road food. I mean, <laughs> hope, hopefully not that rabbit, but some it's it's an away game, we call it, because you don't know if somebody's ever going to feed you or when your next meal is coming. You know you're going to events. You're just not sure how hungry you're going to be in the airport. I stopped and bought a bag of cashews, a bag of mini Swedish fish, and a Twix bar. I'm like, I don't know. This has to sustain me until... And then my friend's mother looked at my little gathering of food and was like, what What did you think was going to happen <laughs> that this is what you put together? I'm like, I, didn't I have know nuts you for protein. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I have nuts for protein. I have Swedish fish for joy. And the Twix, well, fuck you. I need chocolate. Thank Always. you. Thank you. And it's the shareable size because I have friends. So you really, I never, I, well, I'm going to interrupt for a sec. Yeah. As if I don't interrupt all the time for hours. So <laughs> I went, we were traveling as kind of a posse. Okay. We were all on the same departing flight, but then heading different places once we got to the airport. So I went with this one to make sure she got to her gate, went with that one to make sure it's long-term parking this time. Very long-term going to be a couple of weeks. She's going to be gone. Blah, blah, blah. You guys cut off to go use the restroom, check in. The flight was late. There's all these things. So blah, blah, blah. So we sort of scattered and then reconvened, which meant you ended up having a traveling companion who is the mother of one of our friends who it's like, how the fuck are we together now? And you guys were together for like an hour. It more. was a long time. It, it had to be more because I could tell you everything you need to know about her entire family. Normally, so. when you're in that situation, you do a little, you do a little um, cocktail talk. You discuss the weather. You maybe you sidle into politics and, and then you say, I'm going to check an email. And then it's everybody's doing their own games or doing whatever. Nope. She decided... It's a fireside chat with Barbara, and she settled in and decided to tell you chapter one, my she talked, tormented youth. She talked for probably almost two hours and then had the nerve to say to our friend, wow, 
that Melissa, she really does talk a lot. <laughs> and I thought, when? tell me, tell me anything you know about <laughs> learned from me. Tell me anything you learned about my family. You can't. About, you're a fucking good listener. It's your own fucking fault. You should be. But rude. she said I was. I was a chatter, not a listener. So. Maybe she was listening to the podcast. I'm you guys had a sure. bond. I don't know where it started, but it definitely happened. And it was a delight to see when we finally got to you. So I don't either. We mentioned already that you had the world's best VIP chef. VIP? Okay. So he made something like a Caesar salad, but it's hard to call it that because it's, of course, the best of its class and category of Caesar. No one has ever made a Caesar salad this good before. And everyone was talking about it on the judgment porch. So Carrie was out there on her swing eating it and she just kept moaning i don't know what it is is it garlic is it anchovies what is it what's in the thing she goes so good and she finally said i don't know what it is but in 10 minutes it's coming out of me like a sheet <laughs> like a sheet she oh. calls your body it's a rental property it's only oh, temporary she it'll did come say and it'll it's go. borrowed time she borrowed goes i'm gonna time. enjoy it for now Oh, my darling. Maybe that's why I love her so much, because she and I share the same. You do. We are off track. So, Brian. I saw somebody on CNN yesterday in Arizona delivering a package. Did you see this? See this clip? One of the doorbell cameras caught a UPS man staggering up to the front porch in Arizona, put the package down, sat down, looked disoriented, laid down, was laying on the front like he sort of fell down, like he passed out for 10 minutes. Then he eventually came to... He stood roused up groggy, himself. Nobody stood found up groggy, him. rang the doorbell, and went back to work. So the people whose house it was called UPS. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but I just saw something that doesn't look safe. Call your man. Because he out driving in this, you know, 2,000 billion degree heat. Gonna die. With no door. Don't the and UPS P.S. Where my package have... at? No, I'm not kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> don't the UPS it. trucks have no door? I don't think they have that so. Open... I think their sun. I think their entire roof of the truck is a sunroof. So that oh, it gives brutal. them it gives them light in the back to of the van. To see everything. Oh, it's, that's it's that brutal. kind of it's that kind of shanty town corrugated. Is this a garden shed or are we buying hot dogs today? You know the one that yellowy. Yeah, plastic. they're cooking their driver and your packages. Yeah. That might be why when I ordered my new very favorite snack in the world. Ding ding. Here, here we go. Here's some snack talk, dear listener. <laughs> we have a new segment. Snack talk. Snack talk. Um, and it's not just <laughs> cashews, Swedish fish, and Twix. I found something called True Fru. Oh my God. Have this you? Shit, this is so good. She made have me you? eat it. No, she made me eat it. I indoors. So it is a freeze dried. Well, they have frozen ones too, but I like the freeze dried strawberries. It's a whole strawberry, freeze dried, and then dipped maybe 30 or 40 times in dark chocolate. Of course. It's at the very center and a ton of chocolate on the outside. There's a theme to this show besides Missy's 50. Because we're going to talk about the candy store here, too. So I found them. I loved them. I don't know how I found them. Costco, maybe. And I ate the shit out of them. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have to reproduce this. Where can I get it? I ordered it from Amazon. <gasps> Do not. Oh. It, in that truck that came, uh. it was one solid piece of chocolate that, you know, when chocolate melts and congeals, it, it turns white and is gross and... I pretty much had to throw the whole thing out. You have to send that back and make them. Make I tried. They no, would not take no, it No, you have to tell them, you ruined this. Give me my cabbage back. I don't want, you, you're going to pay me for the money back. You delivered a flawed product. You have to it do that. It was disgusting. And but super, I, ch- not, not cheap. And not cheap. But the company True Fruit is happy to send it to you on dry ice. And you are, 
Yeah. So that's what I made Amy try when she landed here at my house. I'm like, here's my new obsession. You should be obsessed because the reality is if you could, guys, let's envision a whole oh, I love it when juicy, you pour in my snacks. summer ripe, almost overripe, soft to the touch, crazy sweet strawberry. The one where the seeds on the outside have already started to fall off and it's nothing but just that really, really juicy, delicious, super strawberry, perfect for jam, ready to go. You put it in your face. Take that and imagine all of that flavor. When they freeze dry something, it turns into this kind of candy-like, almost a honeycomb chalky kind of a desiccated flavor, right? The desiccated texture. So it, it really, it takes all of that crazy flavor, but it makes it soft and powdery. So that when you do get your teeth into it through that mm. delicious, double mm. thick, dark chocolate shell. You had to get through the chocolate first. That's a job then in itself. But you mm. get that burst, that tart, sweet burst of strawberry. But then it immediately powders and melts at the same time. So it's like four textures simultaneously on your mouth. It's crazy. It's they so good. They have raspberries. Good. They have blueberries. They have frozen ones. They have pina colada. But I, for me, it's crack to get the strawberry ones, which brings me to... The other chocolate obsession I have. Oh, by the way, dear listener, if you have a snack food with which you are currently obsessed, oh my God, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Just find send it us, to us. Send it to us immediately. <laughs> go to Facebook, Brilliant Observations or Brillob Squad, or go to Instagram. Take a picture and put it on Instagram at Listen Brilliant. And we are desperate to see your snack obsessions right now. Right. And also take a box, put it inside the box, mail it to <laughs> us so that we can eat it. Like that's at also. the sandcastle. <laughs> Send it to my sandcastle. It is truly the sandcastle. Oh, it is the castle. So delicious. Yes. Oh, I want to know all of your snacks. So we ate everything to the point where it was an eating tour for us. Really, it was an eating tour. But we also got a chance to catch up with people. And Amy and I had a discussion about what is your identity, right? We want to know, you know, as I, as I struggle to find my third act, and I, I was a teacher, I was a mother, I am dot, dot, dot. What happens when something you do, we talked about this years ago, like drink wine or something else you do, ride a Peloton, becomes your identity. Well, it's weird, isn't it? It starts to cross over because we all have hobbies. We all have things that that we are associated with. Then people identify us with. Then it starts to, in some cases, become the thing that you not are just known for, but that you are. And I don't necessarily love that idea. It's I think I'm sensitive to it. Because I've had in the past two years, three years, 30 years, I can't keep track of years anymore. What day is it? So what year is it? I'm 50. Had a transition, right, from professional this to professional that. And it can be a little bit of a head scratcher because it's like, well, what am I if I'm not doing this? Imagine, I imagine it's how people sometimes feel if they get divorced or, you know, and it honestly it came up because I sadly know more than one family who has lost a child, right? So being supportive, being aware. We were we were also, we know some folks who have lost a spouse. So they're going through a grieving process. So you're always sensitive to it. It's always on your mind, but it's also the kind of thing that you don't walk up with a big, 
poke this now button sticking right on their forehead. I'd like to talk to you about losing a spouse. Gee, this reminds me of the child you buried. Like, it's just not the thing. I don't, you're more to me than this weighty loss that has changed you forever. I don't, it's not to belittle the loss, but I, there's a woman that I know on social media. I mean, I know her more than just social media, but that's really the only way we see each other now. Kids start, used to go to school together. They go to different schools now. It's that kind of a relationship. So I don't cross paths. She's going on a vacation, posting these pictures. She's there with her kid. It's beautiful. It looks like it's multiple families have decided to get together and go. It's a Lovely. joyous thing. They got they came up with their own party hashtags. I'm so excited. I can't wait to follow them on this cruise because I don't give a fuck. But it's you, when you see these things, you're like, oh, next week's going to be fun for Debbie. Let's watch, right? And then in there, she slips in a hashtag. Um, I'm going to make it up and get it wrong. It says something like, Six kids, two families, one angel. And then a couple, three, four other hashtags missing. And then she put the initials of her child who has passed. And then um, another hashtag like forever in our hearts and, you know, like all this kind of stuff. Or, or it, 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 I'm not even, I'm trying to even remember what they were. It was weird. It was I feel weird. Like, I feel like we're going to get shit for this. I do. Because when you lose someone, it, it definitely becomes part of your identity. Grief is a brutal bitch that follows you forever. But I think what you're trying to say is you're in a moment of joy. If you want to have in your heart, I wish you were here or I'm thinking about you or you're always with me. But to make it your external identity. That's what I'm getting at. Because people. if or even if you want to do the hashtag thing, maybe you've got a hashtag for all your life events and that's how you're tracking it. So you've picked one and it's, you know, hashtag butterflies, rainbows forever or whatever the thing is. So it'll always come up. But there were like three or four there. And it was almost as if he would have been on the trip, but he had to go to school. Like it was so present. And I'm not talking about this child was lost more than five years ago. So this is, this is a memory. This is also not a marriage. I mean, in the sense that I almost feel like it would not have stood out to me as odd if this was a major life event. Somebody's getting married. Somebody's having a, a bar mitzvah, a confirmation, something like yeah. this. First job, new apartment. I don't know. Something that it's like a milestone in your life. You're going on vacation. I mean, it's, this, it's almost as if, and, and I think that's maybe I'm sensitive to it because in this particular case, she puts these kind of hashtags on every, everyday event. So, you know, sometimes you find something fun at the supermarket and it'll get hashtagged in that way. And I'm like, is this, at this point, mourning is not your career. I'm not belittling the way that you are mourning. Right. I'm saying, what are you, what are you doing? It's almost like she is wanting to mourn more in the sense that, well, she can. She's just doing it publicly. It's like that becomes I am a I am a person who is mourning. I am always going to be mourning my son. That's my that's part of my identity now. In the same way that people who do CrossFit, that's they tell you know it. There's never any oh, time you know it. that Peloton, they're not CrossFit. They're never, yes. they're never not talking about they're it. They're all crazy. They're never not hashtagging it. It is who fundamentally they are. And I just I don't know that that's a great outcome for her. She's very active in doing wonderful things in his honor, in support of his memory. He had a disease. It was a, a birth defect. It was, this is not a surprise. It was The day was the surprise. The event was not. They knew it was coming, so every moment was borrowed time. She speaks at conferences. I mean, she's absolutely making the world better out of this loss. So I get that she's doing it right, but at a certain point, I'm like, what's that? It felt weird to go on All a right. cruise and, and tag it that way.
So on the other side, I think it's different with a spouse, but for a child, you know, I've lost a couple of pregnancies, one pretty far into it, but you have in your head what the next year is going to be and how old your kid would be. I don't think you do that as much with a spouse. You're just profoundly sad and missing. Um, But with a child, you know, my kid would be this age now. If he or she were here, it would be this. So I think that's much, much stickier or a little bit stickier or just stickier. And everybody deals the way they deal. But I want you to realize that the person who is no longer with you does not want you to. The girlfriend I have who has the same experience after losing a child has a beautiful hashtag of just keep swimming. That's sure. her hashtag, so, right? Exactly. And then and anyone who knows can feel that profound moment and anyone can who be connected. That's what I'm getting at. It's, it's just yeah. a beautiful, yeah. okay, we're pushing through everything. The good, the bad, the ugly. Just, just It's a, a memento. It's a memorial, right? It's an honor of. And then it's right. a continue with this life that we get to live and we're grateful and happy and to get to live. And we keep swimming right. and not, it's the, there's a sign for it that only Amy can see me doing, but it's not looking forward. It's like looking back, like you have a whole future and yes, you absolutely are mourning what's missing and it's, it's devastating. And grief, they, sh- they had a visual for grief, which is a bouncy ball inside a box, yep. right? And there's a, have you seen this? Yeah, There's I love a it. button, there's a button that, Every day could be fine, could be fine, and that ball is bouncing around the box. But the second it hits at the right angle, like pong, it goes off of this wall, this wall. But the second it hits that grief button, it's like it was yesterday. I feel like what your objection might be is every day you're hitting that button. Every day we're all hitting that button. There are good days. There are good days that you should just keep swimming in and go through and enjoy the joys because we all know that ball is going to hit that button again and you are going to be like it was yesterday back in that grief. Grief is a fucking bitch. She has no place. She has no place. No, grief is unwelcome for sure. And I and I honor and support Robert and Debbie and I find it beautiful that she is so mindful and that this is ever present for her and that she's sharing it as a way to work through it. What I'm questioning is because I know her directly, right? The thing that makes me, and I would say this to her if we bump into her and say, hey, let's talk about your hashtags and grief. You know what I mean? It's like this is, I'm doing it publicly as it is. In the mall. The reason that I question it is it's almost as if, from my opinion, like you're, it might be that she doesn't want to have a moment that he's not in. She doesn't want to be on a cruise where he's not actively, where everyone is saying, let's stop and think about him. And I want to say, is that helping you move forward? Is that helping you honor him? It makes me want to stop for a second and say, put the arms around you. He's always with you in your heart. The sadness is always going to be here. Learning to live with the sadness doesn't get any easier. I don't even know how to do it. And everyone does it in their own way. I don't know that the hashtags are helping you do it in your own way. That's what I'm getting at. Like, I just feel like. I think her work with organizations is doing it in her way. Right. But if you feel maybe there is something in what she's doing that's bringing her back instead of forward. And maybe. But I mean, I can't even imagine. Well, I'll take it and put it up. I can't even imagine. And that one's really hard and really serious for me to be poking that. So I'll just put it in one. Like, I'm always trying to lose weight. And I don't want to always be trying to lose weight. I want to be healthy. So at a certain point, if I identify with being someone who is always losing weight, that's very different than identifying with someone who is healthy 
and making choices in support of it. It seems like a small tweak, but it's huge for mindset. No, I and I'm trying you. to I'm trying to connect that for my friend Debbie, almost as if if you're always in a state of looking back mournfully, can we is there a state where you can be honoring him now? So I don't know. I'm just being a big judgy batch. So um, there it is. But do it do it for the other ones that I object to, Peloton and wine. Your identity is not an alcoholic unless it is. I mean, that's let's another see there, one. I yeah, your it's identity. It's wine o'clock. Wine, 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 wine. That's Shut not, the fuck it's, up. Even Stop. if you drink a lot and you have fun doing it, people do take it on like it's it an is identity. a part of their identity. And it's like, dude, it's a habit you have. You're more than the drink of wine. You're more than the thing you choose to eat or drink. I'm you're not getting Skittles. paid to do it. It's I'm not your job. I look like it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, you're getting it. You're getting it. I'm getting it. You're 50. I'm getting it. You get it. It took me this long to fucking get it. I want her to be happy. And when I see that, I think, what are you doing? You're allowed to go on a cruise and not hashtag. I, that's what, it, I, to me, that's what it feels like. It feels like she doesn't feel authorized by herself to heal to move on to heal to, to, to heal yeah. it's nothing about the hashtags she doesn't feel authorized to heal and i and i would love to for her give to give her that gift of i would love for her swimming. to just... release herself yeah dear listener what is your hashtag what sums up your identity in a hashtag i will tell you mine because i put it in everything i put it on brill up squad i put it everywhere and the same way, here we go, the same way when Peloton tells you, make your leaderboard name something positive and aspirational because if you're like, I'm fucking fat, but nobody's going to read that. It's not going to inspire you. It's yes. not going to do anything. What's right, making so you happy today? Not my big fat ass. Was a yeah. brilliant, a brilliant line to come from you, right? It was a brilliant observation, if you will, to, to ask that. Mine is stay funny. Hashtag stay funny. Because humor for me Perfect. is the is the only thing that is you'd hope it would be universal but it is relieving of all things stress anger all things if something is funny it absolutely takes the wind out of your hate sail and some people Bingo. have some pretty huge hate sails and humor is, well you have to find their humor but my hashtag is stay funny so I would like to hear what your hashtag might be Amy you don't have to tell me unless you have one now um, but dear listener, that's what I'm looking one. for. Hashtag unprepared. Week. Yes. Hashtag give me your fucking <laughs> snacks and hashtag give me your hashtag. Oh, because I love it. That's, um, that's the way to go. I want to hear what they are and please put them on your everything and make them inspiring because otherwise you're just a whiny bitch that confused people at cocktail parties and nobody likes Hey, <laughs> nobody. What's I tell up? You. Let's go. I got a pair of Birkenstocks for my birthday the other day. I got They're the... They're hilarious, yes. I, how would you describe them? Besides being very lemon sunny. yellow. They're very, yeah, they're very sunny. Like a pastel yellow. They are nothing I would have purchased for myself. They're not the cork bottom. They're like rubber, right? It's rubber? It is akin, akin to a Yeezy or a Croc. For depending on your age group. So they are that kind of super cushy, rubberized-esque, foamy, lifty, yum-yummy, wedge-like. They but are yum-yummy. But it's a proper Birkenstocks shape. And I get the impression that these are meant for you to go traipse, 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 and then rinse, 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 rinse. So these yes. are meant to be, I'm comfortable Washed and happy. off. I'm not flipping sand all over myself. And now that I'm using the outdoor shower that you have, my sweet God, Jesus, holy heaven, 
I, you can sell the house. Do you mean the dog wash? Shower. Do you mean the, the dog wash? Shower. <laughs> that shower, first of all, first of all, first of all, fucks, wait till you hear this shit. So you go through, it's one of those country club uh, fences. You know, the ones that are super thick and white and they have those doors where you're walking up to like leave the resort area and they're like, now entering the garden property. And it's that big, white, beefy, plexiglassy, kind of whatever, fiberglassy fence. So it's that thing already. You're like, damn. So you go through two, one to get into the backyard, it latches behind you. A second one, and it's full up over your head because I'm not that tall. Then you step up onto this delightful brown platform. It's brown or black or navy or something. And then all around you is the stucco of the house. And that is like some chocolatey brown or some beautiful blue. It's not brown. It's like slate gray. It's, it's I think like it's dark, like navy. Yummy. Like it's a dark. Yeah. I asked it's like for a dark, delicious dark, dark. dark color. And then there's the burnished bronze shower head that you would have in your fucking house and a handheld with so much power on it. You don't want to leave. And then feet. you're in an entire vestibule bigger Bigger than a regular size handicapped bathroom stall. Like you could get all your shit in there. I was in there. I was in there with nine chairs, two boogie boards, and my husband. And we were moving around, not touching each other, not bumping into each other, just having a blast. I would never want to leave that area. I wish I was there now. It's better than your house. That's the best thing you made, first of all. And I can't even tell you about all the rest of it because everything's like that. You bitch. You walk around that place and you just think, I'm so angry and grateful. It's really tough. I will tell you, the best line of the weekend came from our friend Janine, who was super (laughs) drunk and crying because she, by the way, she too was number three on the bitch can cry list. She was very emotional. She got lots of Hashtag 50. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was full. We were full of tears. Yeah. So she FaceTimes her daughter and she's talking to her. She's probably still crying. She also day drank. I'm sure she's not usually that emotional. And she says, Hey, Paige, her daughter, you need to make friends that own a beach house. Because this is great. And I thought. This is the truth. I should have made a friend with a beach house. What was I thinking to be that friend? What's yeah, happening? You, that's your one misstep. But I'm, I mean, it works for me. I mean, I worked out, right? Because I get all the benefit, none of the cost. So it really works out in my favor. I love it. Well, I would I like to tell cost, you. Though, I have and to wing my who, way up there. Who was at this fiesta forever. Um, come back anytime. Come back anytime, please. I love you guys. Thank you for making my birthday yeah, okay, a okay. national holiday and making me feel like I've never been more loved in my life. Keeping in mind that I was raised by a wild narcissist who didn't know how to share love like that in the first place. So to be surrounded by such love was truly a magical it was a lot of experience. Love. It, it was a lot of love. It, it w- There was enough for everybody to get some. It was a lot of love. It was eye-opening it, it was to my friends from damn home. perfect. I had uh, cutouts in my dress, which is not uh, my usual attire. And my friends, with a little bit of cocktail and other whatever, are, they get very handsy. And it's in a very loving way. But my home friends yeah. are a little more conservative when they share love. You'll, give, you'll get a hug, but they're not sticking their hands in your pants. And with these side cutouts in my dress, I, um, I was... There were hands. That's that's just what I'm going to say. There were hands. Hands on me. She was wearing like this gorgeous, 
beautiful, summery, perfect dress. And you know the kind that like, they have at Anthropology, where there's like a little artful, it gathers at the top, and then so it, there's sort of like an inverted triangle on either side so you could see some skin. So it was just spectacular. And I'm sorry, if you're going to put your side meat out, I'm going to grab it. That's My side meat go. was out, and it was, I would say it was violated, but then I would be, vi- and I, I welcomed it. It was great. It was wonderful. Love, hey, my t-shirt says it, love is love is love, and I take it any way That's I can right. get it. And here's Grab what I also want to say. In. Dear listener, we love, love, love you. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being a part of, or at least listening to, my birthday celebration, and I promise you, we won't mention it again. We will go back to normal next week. Lies. Maybe not. Maybe not. Anything else, Abe? We love, love you. you. We love you and we love you both. <laughs>